As a pig farmer, you know that sustainability is doing what's right for people, pigs, and the planet. However, doing what's right must be shared with today's savvy consumers to help grow public trust in pig farming while protecting your freedom to operate. To measure and document your farm sustainability efforts, National Pork Board encourages you to create a free on-farm sustainability report. These reports can help increase production efficiencies and improve your bottom line. Request your free report at porkcheckoff.org forward slash sustainability. Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. Do you think there's a little PTSD somewhere in there in the biathlon? I mean, you've got somebody wore out to their wits end, and now you're going to hand them a rifle? <laughs> Is that really a good idea? I mean, I'd be like that one girl, Carrie Strug. I mean, she made that jump with a broken ankle. I could do that. Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. You hear that? It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Yes, Ashton, you're actually right this time. You're actually not even as right as you thought you would be, because we do actually have Landon. We've got two other numbskulls that uh, decided to join us. I didn't even ask them. I didn't even ask them 20 minutes before I decided to do the episode to see if they wanted to jump on the podcast uh, without any planning or forethought. But we've also got two other guys. First of all, Landon... Let's Yo. see. Is it is it picking up? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Dude, that is so awesome. Well, we've got Landon finally back on the hard line. I didn't do anything. All I did was piss and moan and complain and, I don't know, install and all kinds of stuff. But whatever the case, this thing is working again. Now, these other two knuckleheads are up there. I call them Yankees. Anything north of pretty much Dalhart, Boy yeah. City is kind of Yankee yeah. land. No. <laughs> the only thing worse than a Yankee is a Midwesterner or somebody posing as a Midwesterner. I don't even know what the hell Nebraska is, but we've got Casey Seymour. He's got a podcast where they talk about, what is it, like horseshoes and like, you know, single, yep. I don't know, gang discs or what? One-way yeah. one way plows. One-way plows. <laughs> so we've got Casey Seymour. He talks about all that stuff. And this other guy, Aaron. Now, this guy... They're, these dudes are in the same room. One of them's wearing a cape. The other one's wearing spandex. One guy's got an A on his shirt. The other guy's got a G on his shirt. And they're a little ambiguous. Ambiguous again, yeah. do That's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. But that doesn't, uh, that doesn't sound like a one-way. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of one-way. <laughs> I did say plow. <laughs> hey, well, that's later on in the broadcast. Now, don't get ahead of me. Don't get ahead of me. No, we decided we'd go ahead and bring out, pull out all the stops and uh, see how many people we could uh, load the internet down. So, um, Landon, first of all, how's it been going? Uh, is, is the co-op... It, what kind of Christmas party does the co-op have? Do y'all go on top of a leg and like fix a bearing, or what do y'all do? They have, they have one that I'm not invited to. <laughs> <laughs> now Landon's got a Landon's got a pretty deep office there. He's got what four or five ladies and a couple managers about and seven people total. I think. Yeah. Do Do y'all get like 
do y'all bring like uh, girls that you've never met and and put them on the scale and try to weigh them and see what they bring or what? Okay. Yeah. Is that what you call your white elephant Christmas? We have a, we have, we have a, we have a sift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take them down to Brenham and put them through the hog sift, huh? No, nah, we'll take anybody. It doesn't matter if you're retired or not. If you, even if you don't want to be there, we'll take you. Now, Landon's got a, they've got a pretty heavy uh, dose of domino players there in that uh, one location. Well, we all aspire to get to. Do they, uh, can they hear each other? <laughs> or is it like all sign language? They all talk at the same time, but I don't, we don't know if they hear each other. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can only imagine. Casey, do y'all have a, do y'all have a group of domino players that parks at the coffee shop or the John Deere house or what? Well, we don't really. Not, not, I mean, oh yeah, down at the trading post. Yeah, on the curve there, there's a few, there's a handful of guys. There's, there's a, the occasional poker game pops up here and there. So yeah, I'm yeah. from South. Nebraska and the the coffee shop thing is not anything out here like it is back there. So yeah. Now, Aaron, are you sure you're not from Southeast Tennessee? Because you don't sound like you're from Nebraska whatsoever. Are you sure you're not on a 13 speed Peterbilt right now? Because you've kind of got that trucker's accent. No sir, no. <laughs> but I I have usually it's always been y'all's country down there that i get everybody's like oh north texas i'm like uh no southeast nebraska no you don't sound i mean nebraska casey i they don't really y'all don't really have accents from what i can tell i mean he's a kansas Kansas, you know those are some i would say you know if you're gonna list off states like hawaiians they don't really have an accent kansans nebraskans idahoans idahots is idahos two things one you get you know just your normal midwestern accent or you get i live 40 miles from oklahoma and i get that oklahoma yeah twang thing well well if you're from oklahoma you just uh, sit there and let your sister do all the talking so (laughs) that's all you do there but um speaking of midwestern accents i started watching fargo the series now do y'all watch that have y'all seen that show I've watched it a time or two. Yeah. Oh, dude! If you like Breaking Bad, you, you you'd really like Fargo because anyway, it's obviously a takes place. Well, it takes place in Minnesota, North Dakota, all that stuff. It's all, it's all a boot suspense. It's all, <laughs> I mean, it is everything but Canadian. I mean, they knock out these Midwestern accents. It, I mean, it is even like they got Kirsten. Like the second season, they've got Kirsten Dunst and Ron from Parks and Rec. His isn't really heavy, but. Oh man, they knock out those Midwestern accents, but that is a badass TV show. Check it out. Yeah. Dude, I mean, there's so much killing that goes on. God, it's awesome. And I've and I got Landon, he although he's only watched the first episode of it. <clears throat> what we do in the shadows. Casey Aaron, have y'all seen that show? I've heard of it. Had not watched it. It is freaking hilarious. It's a it's a vampire comedy show. And I've, it's on FX. Of course, we watch it on Hulu. There's been three seasons, and it's kind of like, um, Landon, what would you? I mean, it's kind of in the style of The Office, where they have like it's like a mockumentary yeah, type of deal. Yeah. And like oh, they right. do, they do like these little talking heads to the camera and whatever. And I mean, it's just the funniest damn show I've come across in a long time. But uh, it's a uh, it's not a Midwestern thing. They're they're living in Staten Island, New York. And um, it's just, a, it's man, it's a clever show. Well, um, Aaron, Casey, 
it sounds like before we started recording, things in Nebraska are kind of like going like things in Texas. A whole lot of wind and a whole lot of nothing else. Yep. It's uh we've had more days of wind since I've for the years I've lived out here, this has probably been the windiest quarter I've ever been a part of. Are there any are there any bluffs left? What's that? Are there any bluffs left? Um slow they're they're slowly deteriorating. Yeah. They're gonna change the name to Scott's Hill yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Landon, are there any bluffs in, in Texas? There's falls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe those poker games we were talking about earlier. Yeah, maybe so. No, so it's been just a windy, like we were talking about earlier. It's, we're on like a run and tally of how many days in a row without any measurable precipitation. We're like at 70 or something like that. Whatever the case. Like number That's one. Isn't the record like 120 or something outrageous? So, uh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the record's 120. But I noticed on that on that table those periods are always the same. Like they start in October and they always end in like January. And, you know, really our driest part of the year is supposed to be between like January and, you know, well, January, March, really. I guess December, January, March and February. But um, it, it's really interesting how it starts starts in October, but whatever the case. And it's funny that the uh, driest year wasn't even 11 or 12, which was the, you know, the years from hell. But um, anyway, we're in a we're in a running, we're in a running tally all that. So I I can't help. I'm the only douchebag here wearing these big headphones. But it just brings me back to that scene on the Family Guy when it says when you you and your buddy start a podcast and they're all sitting at the drunken clam sitting around the table trying to be really funny and clever and making jokes and everything. I just I feel like the biggest douchebag doing that. But whatever the case, it's um, it, 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 that's how it goes. So up in Nebraska, do y'all celebrate Christmas? Nope. I mostly didn't think Kwanzaa. so. Yeah. Most, yeah. Mostly Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa and a lot, a lot of Hanukkah. A lot of Hanukkah. Now, that's eight crazy nights of uh, celebration. It is. Yeah. 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 It's. Presents. Yeah. It's. Um, party, company Christmas party. That's that every year we add one page to Christmas party lore because there's always something that happens that is memorable and worth talking about. Lives in infamy is what you're trying to say. Sometimes it's a company wide email. Sometimes it's a sheriff's department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, when they come with a police report, you can go back to you later. <laughs> so, we hadn't had a whole lot of police report uh, stuff going on in Hereford, but we've had people dying like crazy in Hereford, right, Landon? Yeah. I mean, like the whole, like, so our local radio station, they have, you know, the regular news reports. And I mean, like, 70% of the news report are obituaries. And I mean, it ranges, and it's not COVID. It ranges in ages from like 80 to like, you know, in their 30s. So there's a cemetery in the north side of Hereford, and we drove by on our way to church the other day. And I mean, there's like piles of dirt everywhere because they're burying people. It's, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty unprecedented. Yeah, we, we, we employ the lady that will tell you everybody who has passed away and like their family tree and just everything. Yeah. So do, do y'all up there, do y'all have people that put those solar lights at these gravestones? Because they do that in Hereford, like, the, you know, the yeah. solar light, the yard lights. But, so what this for? Disgusting thing to me on the planet Earth, but for whatever reason, people in Scottsbluff want to use the cemetery road as a, as a track. I don't understand. As a what? Why. 
right. track. They run laps and walk their dogs and shit. I'm like, wrong. But right across the road, there's a soccer <laughs> with a with the same road that's you know one laps a mile. Uh-huh. That's a lot of math, you know what I mean? And they could go over there and walk. But yeah, there's it, it, it irritates me to no end. But yeah, there's a lot of people out there where I've noticed the uh, the solar light on the. Uh, and it's kind of kind of eerie because sometimes in in the morning I'll I'll walk by there when I'm doing a ruck or whatever. I walk by there and there'll be. Wait, 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 wait. When you do a what? A ruck. A ruck. Here we go. Are you cross? Are you CrossFit guy too, Casey? I don't know. I just, I just have a backpack you, you can load weights on. I just, I walk like you know, whatever, seven or eight miles. Aaron, Aaron, does he have the, does he have the hose that comes from the backpack over his shoulder and he sips on it? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and it probably looks clear, but it's got Tito's in it. <laughs> Casey's out there all by himself doing Michael Scott's fun run race for the cure. <laughs> he, he's, he is way too hard to worry about getting a drink. That's the thing. Like, oh. like he's like, shit, it's almost Christmas Eve and I have to bench press the house that morning. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's a kangaroo I got to go box in the backyard again. <laughs> Some bitch is getting antsy. So <laughs> that's one of the. That's one of the things I wrote. Actually, wrote down. I thought it was real funny. So when you when you get on a tractor, right, and maybe you hadn't started it in several days or hadn't run in several days, and the tires kind of you know get that flat spot on the you know on the bottom, and they get way out of balance, and you have to road it. You know, a couple miles down the road. Anyway, well, I've got an Apple Watch, so whenever I get in there, and you know how they start bucking, you know they kind of start bucking. This son of a bitch thinks I'm on an elliptical. It's like. Yeah, I'm on an elliptical, man. You record that shit and send it to my wife. <laughs> it is so, it is so awesome. Oh, are you doing an elliptical? Who who stole your watch, Brent? <laughs> because we even have an elliptical, an actual one. And uh, does, it, does it ask you where you put all your coats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened to your drying your clothesline? Yeah. Uh, no, those are <laughs> treadmills. Make the clotheslines. Ellipticals make for good. Like uh, you can hang coats on the handles and stuff like that. But uh, it's always impressive. Whenever I get in that seventy-one forty Magnum, man, and it hadn't run in four or five days, that tire gets a little out of balance, man. Or uh, that wheel loader. The wheel loader is the best, man. It really oh. makes my watch think I'm on an elliptical. It's so awesome. Dude, what, kind of, what kind of wheel loader is? It? So we've got an eight twenty-one C case, is what it is, and it only took. 13 to 14 mechanics to figure out how to fix the air conditioner. Believe that. Is it a high lift? No, it's not a high lift. I, I don't guess. I mean, it's got probably a, uh, oh, I mean, it's got a big bucket. It's probably about a four or five yard. I don't know how big it's, it's, it's a good size bucket, but, um, they have a, a feedlot special. No, no, it's a, it's a, like a, dirt work special no we i actually start i got it um i was filling in a tailwater pit years and years ago when i was putting up a half mile sprinkler and i leased it out or i rented it and then my dad just ended up buying it um because i didn't check the oil no i'm just kidding but uh anyway it's uh i tell you what man it is one hell of a tool to have on the farm i mean we've we've lifted sprinklers with it we've lifted everything we lifted grain carts that Broke a spindle out that was loaded with it. That son of a bitch. It will, it Dude, will do some work. Just, 
giant skid steer. Yeah, all it is. I was just gonna say that skid, the skid loader of mine. I yeah. have the biggest deer, and that thing does all kinds of shit at you. Never, really, ever. I I wish I had a skid steer. We don't have one, but God Almighty, you go to a freaking auction or something, get a used one, and I mean, it's freaking twenty grand for a just freaking wore out, hung up, you know, rode hard and put up wet kind of thing. Well, I know we leased one for a week from a oh the rental place down here, and I guarantee you I would never get one without a cab because oh. all you're ever doing is eating dirt. Yeah, you gotta have a cab. Gotta have. I a don't cab. have AC, but I got a cab. I'll sit in there and sweat, but I'm not eating any dirt or shit. Oof. No, <laughs> I would. Uh, that's another thing about wheel loader. That air conditioner, I don't know. Like they changed the compressor. They did this. They did that. When it ran, so it would run if you're working, but if you started roading it, it would like lose pressure, go high pressure when that little snowflake light would come on and it would quit cooling. Well, then it would just all together. It wouldn't, it would never cool. And finally, I think the, um, the yellow case, whatever you call them up in Amarillo, they got a hold of it and I think they finally fixed it. But I mean, it's like any other piece of tractor or whatever it can be 40 degrees outside but if you ain't got no air conditioning and the sun's out it's cooking your ass so yeah yep. you're in a giant greenhouse then yeah so oh you're just in a freaking magnifying glass is what it is you're better than eating dirt man oh god so these guys that spread compost for us for years they their wheel loader was didn't have a cab like it just had the ropes like it just had the four pillars they didn't have any glass or anything and you know they're, they're all do what a cat like an old cat or oh i think it might have been a cat or a deer i don't know but anyway whatever the case so they're loading their compost truck and that stuff's always blowing back in on them and it's usually in the it's always in the winter time so not only are you eating compost you're freezing to death because it's blowing 20 miles an hour and it's 30 degrees outside Finally, they got one with a cab on it. I, I don't know what no took them so long. You tried to load, the wind's always in the wrong way, man. So every on. time. It's like sitting around a campfire. That smoke is going to follow you everywhere you go. Only this time those, it's uh, shit powder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Walmart made those like fertilizer. Wrangler. Wrangler, yeah, that's it. Made a little fertilizer deal with no cab on it, but it was designed to be run inside. So you could they could scoop fertilizer or different components that you needed a cab and respirator for um to to scoop up but for whatever reason they made a machine that had no cab or respirator uh to to go move hazardous materials around but it was that was a pretty cool rig dude oh yeah you know look at all the equipment from back in the day it looks like they made it a point to make it uncomfortable they went out of their way these aren't that old like they went out of their way to make sure the air conditioner broke before it got home from the dealership you go back you go back and take a look like an old uh Okay, so the guy okay, just with- just for your information, this isn't the Moving Iron podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> well, then, if you don't want to talk about farm machinery or machinery in general, <laughs> you have a wrong guess. <laughs> oh, they're <laughs> guests now. Who live fancy? I was on, going the combine run, and he'd run an old. I think they ran John Deere like fifty-five. Fifty-five. I didn't have cab. back in the day. Was, yep. yep. And he would say, like, I'd go run this combine for my dad. He had a combine, I had mine. And we'd run this combine, and I would put a handkerchief across my face because it didn't have a cab, and I'd go out and we'd cut. Dad, you know, my dad was talking about that, cutting Milo. Yeah, and I'm like, what? He did On Thanksgiving break. He goes, we would wet down the, wet down the handkerchief that way. 
the dust would collect on there and not go through your face. I'm like, that way you don't get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. You guys know Milo does. So, oh yeah. yeah. My oh, dad, yeah. he told me they had a cabless combine back in like the fifties, and he told he told my granddad, I said, if we don't get one with a cab, I'm not yeah. farming. Some stuff that every once in a while you see one kind of come through a loop on our TV in the showroom. And there's a guy with like a, I think it's John Deere B, but it had auto reset on the three point, you know, and he's got like whatever, a four and a half foot wide cultivator on the back, whatever. And he goes across this little ditch and it, it falls a ditch down, it pops back up and it always stays the same, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, some guy back then is like, I don't know how to get any better than this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Well, they I have- don't have more shear bolts are I mean, you shitting me this yeah. is amazing yeah. the, only, the only thing worse than, than cutting two rows at a time is doing it without a cab <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, so down in lubbock they had those cotton well they weren't cotton i guess they were cotton strippers they were the tractor mount and they oh, would yeah. have they would have the freaking they would be a two row it'd be on the, in front of each tire and the basket would be above the yeah. cabless tractor above yeah. where you sit I and that a, stuff would be falling down on you. That's worse than Milo. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was on a hunting lease in Turkey, Texas, and that farmer still still did a little two row tractor, and it would it would go above the above the cab. He'd be out there all day. I uh, guarantee you, there was a Confederate flag flying from that basket too. International <laughs> 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 and Alice Chalmers. Uh, Alice was, Chalmers, yeah. That was their main cotton mm. picker for decades. Yeah. Oh. They didn't make, you know, combine-looking critters. So yeah, no, they didn't make self-propelled. It was, well, I'll see, Case had, they were the first ones that had, uh, what was it? It wasn't a broadcast head or something else, but. Will be so valuable. Anyway, it was, uh, yeah. Oh, God, I thought, like I, I told a story before, boy, I thought Milo was bad until I went to Lubbock, went to school, worked for a cotton farmer. Oh, hey. The first thing that what Case used to do was that bankruptcy. Is that what you were looking for? <laughs> I guess because everybody related to the people that started John Deere. <laughs> oh God! How old is How old is Aaron? Sixteen, fifteen, talking about his Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Casey. <laughs> I oh. I'd rather push a ship even. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> this is this is forty three years old after all them years of getting your ass kicked on the school bus because you're red or green or Ford or Dodge or whatever, you know. <laughs> it, uh, our bus is just if you were white or brown. <laughs> <laughs> Very white. <clears throat> I mean, I, I've known I've known Aaron now for uh, well, about ten years now, probably at least yeah. ten or eleven years, twelve years, something like that. Anyway, I've never I've never spent any time. Well, I, I guess I spent Mom and Dad's house one night. Yeah, but other than that one night, I've never been to Thayer County in Southern Thayer County, where home of your Destler are fighting purple dragons. They have it is like one sounds like little, a variety of marijuana. But go ahead. <laughs> Purple dragons. Thayer County. I'm not shitting you, man. Thayer County should be in in some some place in in Tennessee because they have. It, it, it's just it's just like a very oh yeah. There, it's got the southern feel to it that it I, I can't I can't it does. Think. No shit, I can't and I'm so glad you finally said that because I've grown <laughs> up my whole life 
almost wanting to tell people, oh, where are you from? Well, Bethel, Alabama. We eat pecan pie around here. I mean, that oh, kind of God. shit. It's just like it's a very like in twenty twenty one island of an on itself. Yeah. Flag stickers on the back windows of lift, lifted Chevy pickups in that parking lot yeah. than anywhere else. Does it? Does every vehicle also have a Calvin pissing on either a Ford or a Chevy symbol? Oh, yeah. oh, can, you, can you turn around so we can see your mullet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh hell, that's the end thing now, man. The mullets yeah. at the stock shows. Oh my God, they've made a comeback. Are they permanent like we used to though? Some of them yeah. are. Some of them are like Tracy Lawrence in the 1990s. Yeah. Hell or yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah. There's a kid I was playing we're playing basketball. My boy plays basketball. And there was uh Yes, we've seen the unlimited posts of your kids' sports, but go ahead. Hey, we like, we like that three pointer there, right? <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. Proud dad. But they have a uh there was a kid playing and he had he didn't have a mullet, he had a beaver pelt hanging off the back of his head, dude. This kid had Alabama mud flap, very much so. I mean, it would have been. If he wiped his ass. He had to be careful what he was doing because it was. Gonna... Oh man! Davy Crockett is alive and well. <laughs> See, they in had... Vega, they don't they don't allow that. They have a their old dress code. They stick to it. You girl, if you're a guy, your hair can't touch your you know your ears or your neck or. The one thing about that deal, he's had it was almost it was virgin on a skullet, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. It what? Skullet almost. I mean, it was like you had this. High and tight thing going on, and then you went to straight up. You know, I'm part of the of the four horsemen, and I'm here <laughs> riding in on on a white horse or a red horse, huh? Yeah. Oh but god. It was, it was, I, I mean, I, the part of me was like, I'm just gonna watch this kid's hair flop. <laughs> I'm waiting for this dude's weave to fall out. <laughs> is this thing, is this, is this extensions? Because this thing's out of control. You know what I mean? The worst, the worst part about all that is, I, is I have to be jealous of it, like. I'm trying to find one of those hats that has the long hair in it that I can wear. You need You're the you need the visor that's got the hair coming out the top. <laughs> there you go, like the spiked hair. <laughs> Shit, dude, look at this, man. I got, I'm getting the freaking island like myself. It's oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah, I really feel bad for you. Yeah, you should. I've been looking at you too many years. Yeah, no, it's a... Uh, the, 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 I don't know. Something that's ugly can't be a comeback. It's just appearing again, I would say. I don't get it. I didn't want one when they were cool. I oh, mean, hell. you had to have it shoulder long and permed. You got to perm that shit. I mean, see. these guys. These called Tracy Lawrence. Yeah. That is the possibly yeah. Alan Jackson too. Mm, Alan is. Jackson, yeah. Doesn't Trace Adkins still have it? No, he got a haircut. Oh, he's Ponytail City man. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he's a. Man, I mean these these kids can just look at a girl and they're pregnant. I mean that's how that's that's how mullety these mullets are. <laughs> it's just like it's just like that scene in Family Guy when that NBA player falls on Meg and Lois and they're pregnant, <laughs> sitting on the bench. Oh man, dude, it is. I don't know. It's not just like super prevalent, but it's prevalent enough where it's a problem. Oh yeah. Anything that's prevalent enough to be a problem is a problem. So. And now the girl, what are girls? What are they calling them? Like mom jeans or something now? Yeah, mom jeans are full in full force. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're in full. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Back in our what in high school we had they had low rise wasn't really there yet. I don't know what it was, but what did we wear? Guess, 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 and Jabot. You remember Jabot's? 
Oh man, those were the freaking. You're gonna see a belly button. You might see the top two ribs in a rib cage, but yeah. Well, Rockies, of course, the girls had the Rocky Mountains. Oh yeah, and the ones that had the flap across the front, (laughs) the labia flap. (laughs) I think we might have to slap an explicit on this one, Landon. I'm not sure. We usually do. Oh man, let's see. Yeah, the Rocky jeans and the, of course, the Mobetta shirts. Garth Brooks made popular. Oh man, dude. That's Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. You had to have the scene, you know. Mm. And horses and shit running on your chest. <laughs> had the brush poppers and oh man, dude. Garth Brooks multicolored like half your shirt red the other yes. side. It's like, you know. Some fuchsia thing in the sleeves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and just a and just a name tag and just a name tag that said Virgin. (laughs) 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 If I look at your shirt, it was so confused. There's so much going on. There was no doubt. Yeah, put that under your FFA jacket. (laughs) The stare pictures. Yeah, you had it. Oh yeah. What a white side. Blacksley, right. Like, what, what are you doing? What about the Massimo shirts with the Massimo out of focus and it screwed with your face? Screwed with your eyes. There's bubble that. things. There's yeah. Legend about Massimo that was like something that spelled something different, but I don't remember what it was. Well, I don't know. Was yeah, there was another one in there too. Oh man, you'd be walking. Well, you know, one thing you're walking down the hall, and next thing you know, you're crashing into a locker because you're all disoriented from that dude's shirt. You know, it's just all a, one of those things that. You just can't forget. It's just one of those. That the zipper yeah, on. You're in the middle of a hacky sack, <laughs> dude. I didn't know you were a hacker. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> oh God, that stuff took place. Now, remind. Now you were Kansas, yeah. K- K- Casey Ryder, Oklahoma. What's that? Kansas. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So I had a uh, switch inside. That just reminds me of you're an Oklahoma Sooner fan. So. I'm yeah. surprised you have any job at all. But I had a friend this morning. Is it true that A&M backed out of their bowl game? Yeah. Because of COVID. COVID. And they, only, and they only have 10 days to get over it. So they backed out now. Oh. Now Wake Forest is in the Gator Bowl with nobody to play. Tech- I think Illinois might, might do it. Wake Forest is going to do a black and gold, right? Are they black and gold? Yeah. Oh, like spring game? They're going to do a black and gold scrimmage. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like a, like a spring game is what it's going to be like between the first and second string. Oh, man. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, oh, my buddy um, that I trade with in Amarillo, he's an Aggie, and uh, yeah, he said that. I'm like, God, dude, your college is such a bitch. And, that, and like, they have like the number one recruiting class for next year. Like in the whole country, like better than Alabama, UT, everybody. So it's a uh, yeah, yeah. It just kind of brought my, brought me to mind. There is a boatload of D one schools in Texas, and none of them bother me except A and M. Yeah, and that was before they went to the SEC. Then I was like, thank God the horns. You know, yeah, they ruin oh. the big. World. They ruin everything they touch. But Especially. at least there, and now they're gone. It's like no. so text. nobody. Yeah, Raider! if you're you're either a Longhorn or you hate the Longhorns here, because right. yeah. But um, it's just my, my wife's and she went to A and M. She's an Aggie, and I mean she couldn't care less about any of it. But 
it's just I, I just grew up in my blood hating A&M <laughs> and everything they stood for. <laughs> and I married one. And it's just when I watch them play, I mean, I don't care who they're playing. I am rooting against them, and it's all I can. It's just not <laughs> – you know, it's just all I can. It's almost as bad as not being a Husker fan and living in Nebraska your whole life. Yeah, well, that's true. Of course, they had. He lives, he lives what? Hour and fifteen minutes from Lincoln. Yeah, and he's a, he's a, hates him with every ounce of his being. He's a Colorado <laughs> Buffalo fan. Oh, there's a lot there. Yeah. Oh that's man, that's where all the sex is. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo's is up there. Their uh, offensive coordinator is who? Eric Bieniemy. No, he was. Oh yeah, for the Chiefs, he's their OC. Best thing ever. Yeah, he was a running back in the. Didn't he play for the Chargers? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he went to the Chargers first as a player. Mm -hmm. So Tech, we're playing. Of course, we're see we're playing against Mississippi State. So we're playing against our old coach that everybody hated that left, Mike Leach. So Landon and I were we were talking what this morning that we were just wondering if they get way ahead of us how many how high is Mike Leach going to run the score up, and it's just however however much he can until it says zero 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 on the scoreboard. There ain't enough white bulbs, buddy. Dude, yeah. there'll be three seconds left. He'll call a timeout mm -hmm. and stop. run a flea flicker. One more play, and we're yeah. going to run a flea flicker triple reverse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. remember this one. <laughs> yeah. So when we played Navy in the Houston Bowl, this has been oh gosh, fifteen like years ago or something. And I went with a buddy to the game in Houston. And um, anyway, I was texting my another friend during the game, and like we were already up on them, two or three touchdowns, and we run a flea flicker. And like it was only like early fourth fourth quarter, and they said the TV guys were all just beside themselves that we would run, you know, start running the score up like that against an arm, you know, a military academy or whatever. It's like, uh, so I think if they get into combat, there's going to be worse things than losing by four touchdowns, you know? Yeah. So I had, a, I had a friend, I had a friend that went to that game too. That was, that was convincing people that they had to play in Houston because they had to find a port city for the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Had to come up the ship channel. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good Dude, one. I am the world's biggest, biggest, biggest Mike Leach fan. Oh, we are too. And I almost gave up my Buffalo allegiance for Mike when he was at Tech. Because I also love Lubbock. I love everything about Lubbock. And then the Craig James shit hit, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah. Buffs suck. They go to the Pac-12. I'm a man without a team. Go, yeah. go Wildcats. Wow. Or the blue, what was it, the purple dragons or something? What was it? <laughs> That's the dragons, baby. Put yeah. Them going. Oh, man. Well, we've got the uh, Amarillo Sod Poodles baseball team, so, you know, we've got that going for us. But. Yeah, I almost oh. bought one of those last time I was down there. Almost so, bought a hat. So, old, um, I don't guess y'all hadn't met him, but that Tom Tinsdale, y'all know him on Twitter. He was uh, up this area the other day. At the LLS at the Amarillo Farm Show. I guess maybe next year I'll remember to uh, maybe do a booth there or something, but. You would think a podcaster would remember how to promote something. Landon, is that a tropical tree you have in your basement? What is that? It's in the basement. I think it's a tropical. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. My wife has. She's had it forever. Dude, that one leaf looks like shit. Yeah, it's pretty old. <laughs> All right, I got to get out of the toilet. I'll be right back. You get a booth at the uh, Amarillo Farm Show. I'll go in house with you. I'll do one down there. I wonder what. So what? Are, what are your? Uh, 
shows that you go to? Mm. Do, do, you, do you have a booth at? Every, every year, all of them. At the end of every year, none of them. Yeah. We try to hit the, we, every year. We're like, we're going to hit the big five farm show this year. We're going to get Tulare out in California. We're going to hit Big Iron in South Dakota we're gonna, or North Dakota. We're going to go to Louisville Farm Show. We're going to do, uh, what's that? Sun Belt. Sun Belt Farm. We're going to hit the big five. We're going to go out and just conquer the world. And I forget the dates. Aaron forgets the dates. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, farm show season's over. Or we remember, and it's like, man, I don't have a plane ticket to Georgia and back right now. I'll be like, ah, we'll skip it. Because, <laughs> I mean, the the uh, psychotic partying that goes on at those places is, I mean. Oh, you'd be uh, amazed the, what kind of the, people get the like titty that. bars come to the farm shows. Yep. Yeah. They you there used to be a um they used to send strippers to the Amarillo Farm Show. They'd always walk up and down the corridors of the, they used to the do farm that show. They's in Grand Island too. Oh, so they just opened <laughs> they just opened up a Twin Peaks in Amarillo. I I'd never even seen one before, but apparently I guess it's just like a Hooters. And yeah. the Hooters in Amarillo is literally a block away from the Twin Peaks. So we've got a little mountain range starting there in, uh, on I-40 Amarillo. So, yeah, it's uh, I haven't been in there yet, but I noticed they were promoting it pretty hard. I live there. There's one on the east side and one on the west side. Where's this? Oh, there were two. Two Twin Peaks. So four peaks. So it's like a range then too, huh? Much. You had a valley in between, but well, I'm sure there. they had a Hooters or two. There was a Hooters in That's the middle. Metro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, I wonder if uh, the uh, unemployment checks has affected the Hooters and the Twin Peaks and the gentlemen's clubs very much. Landon, what do you think? You go to them a bunch. <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were. This has been years ago. We were um, driving through Amarillo, and they literally had it's closed down now. But somebody said it's opening back up. There's a topless bar in Amarillo on one of the main thoroughfares, and literally right next door to it was the Girl Scouts of America office. And I don't know what it took to get a badge for that type of activity, but all they had to do was walk across the parking lot. But that's, that's even beside the point. We were we drove through and I just happened to be looking at my phone like the Wi-Fi to pick up Wi-Fi, and the things that the topless bar called their network <laughs> was was pretty impressive. Um, all sexual in, well, it wasn't innuendo; it was just straight up sex words. But um, their Wi-Fi passwords, there's no telling what the passwords were, but the network network names were. Trombone. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Huge. <laughs> Isn't that the place that's like right next to the Girl Scout Center? <laughs> yeah, dude. If you wouldn't have gone to the bathroom, you'd have just heard that five seconds ago. But uh, yeah, Cassidy's. It was the um, topless bar there. One of the topless bars. Cody Sanchez won. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over. It wasn't. That was just too cheesy for him. But um, yeah, it's the things you of, see just in a town. Do what? A lot of sixty ers in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so the guy, the, um, we went, you know, of course all guys did. There's the guy, like the regular and like they all, he, they treat him like he's freaking like Warren Buffett or Bill Gates. And he's probably like three child support payments back on two women a piece. And they treat him like, you know, he's going to hand out gold bars and bitcoins and like, you know, he's got, 
Uh, he wears his suit that he probably wore to court earlier that day, and it's not because he was working there. You know, he was probably on trial for something. But the regular guy at the, at the titty bar, I don't know. That's wouldn't want to be that guy. That's got to be a lonely island to be on. Well, it's like it's like a like a sentence of a lifetime blue balls. You know what I mean? Nothing going. I mean, nothing's ever happening. You're just giving some drinks, and next thing you know, you're right you're back to where a, you. You're eating a two dollar prime rib in the back alley of the yeah. Kind of reminds me of the uh, yeah exactly. Oh. Kind of reminds me of the scene in uh, the wrestler. You know when he's he's uh he like goes there for for uh, companionship, but that's all that's all he's getting. Yeah, that's um who was that uh Mickey, Ro- Mickey O'Rourke. O'Rourke? Yeah, O'Rourke. No. Beto O'Rourke? No, no, no. <laughs> oh man well guys uh, casey what's been going on on the on the moving iron podcast you know what we've been hitting the uh the equipment stuff pretty hard talking about what's going on in the economy kind of taking a look at what 22 because 21 is pretty unique year you know so we're taking a look at and kind of seeing what we think 22 is going to turn into you know so i think there's a great opportunity for anyone out there looking to sell equipment God, I hope it's a unique year. I hope that's not what it's going to be like. Well, it's it's uniquely different from anything else because it's like uh, uncharted waters when it comes to equipment values and those kind of things. So if you're if you're looking at whatever you think your machine's worth, it's worth a lot more right now than I promised than you think it is. So well, we're, we we ordered a sprayer, and they gave us a trade-in value for the one we have, and both numbers were, ugh. Awful. Be a farmer. Oh God. Yeah. Now we ordered a. We've got a forty-four forty case sprayer it's supposed uh, to be here, and uh, I understand that now. I yeah. Get it. <laughs> um, four hundred forty k. kind of works. Yeah. Uh, but I sure thought our trade-in value would be better on the sprayer we have. I mean, it's getting quite a few hours, but whatever the case, I don't know. We're just hoping we get the sprayer. They said they had two left to order. This has been already a month or two ago. I suppose hopefully it'll sure be here in February or May. Just make sure you don't wreck it in the first twelve minutes. Oh yeah, Landon, tell Casey about that. They, they'd love that. I'll let you tell him. I'll let you tell him. So Hereford Grain got a wild hair to buy a piece of equipment. So they spread fertilizer, and they spread dry fertilizer. And anyway, our main man that. Uh, become good friends with he runs a couple of the locations out here towards where we live and anyway he's also do what your bff yeah bff anyway and so anyway herford grain had purchased a new john deere i guess it wasn't brand new new to them a pretty late model john deere dry box spreader they pulled it off they unloaded it off the truck in herford what are you talking like a high clearance spreader a floater like a 4365 i don't know what the hell the number is it's a big green thing with a box on it. It's got booms. Anyway, yeah. it's a four. Yeah. It's four wheeler. It's not a. Not. A, I don't guess they make three wheelers anymore. But that's new. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. they unloaded it off the truck in Hereford, which is. T- All right, guys. Thanks for coming to the uh, Dryland Farmer podcast. And <laughs> <laughs> they unloaded it off the truck in Hereford. He drives it down three eighty five, the main. You know, one of the main highways. Gets to the location here where he's pulling in, and this pickup with a cowboy special gooseneck on it pulls around to the left of him. 
and drive runs right up underneath his uh driver's side front tire and like caves in i don't know if he caved in the axle or whatever but i mean i don't think he totaled it but anyway before it even got parked at the elevator where they were going to load it wrecked before it even touched a a, a bit of fertilizer cool thing about that is we got an insurance claim right out of the gate so that's not too bad of a deal well that's true but they still don't so that happened, and then so they called the trucker that was hauling off Hereford Grain's old when they just loaded up to stop and come back because they still <laughs> needed a fertilizer spreader. We're not done with that. <laughs> so that was like the ultimate psych. So anyway, the this uh, new one that got wrecked had been sitting at this location, the elevator location, for a month with both wheels turned to the inside in the front. So it was, I mean, I don't think... I don't know. I would think they could fix it, but I mean, it didn't hurt anything above the tires. I mean, so all the all the uh, application equipment was okay. So I don't know, but this was one of those cowboy specials. I don't know if y'all have them up in Nebraska, but it's the typical, you know, extended cab, maybe four door pickup, flatbed with the single axle gooseneck trailer with you know that's got the cover that goes halfway back, and then it's you know anyway half roof, yeah. half roof, yeah. That's the uh, cowboy special, as I like to call it. But it was pretty impressive how fast it got wrecked. Fortunately, nobody. Well, he Lester didn't get hurt, but the uh, actually the trailer kept the pickup from rolling, and um, otherwise it could have been some and that serious serious problems. So uh, it did kind of bang up the tree of Hereford Grains there, right by the uh, scale house, <laughs> which that was kind of devastating. But. Um, we probably would have sprayed it later that day anyway. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure you would have. You were going to prune it or whatever. So maybe I ought, to, I ought to get them in contact with the Moving Iron Podcast. Maybe they can. Uh, yeah, we'll hook them up. I know a guy. Up. Well, Casey, where can we find the Moving Iron Podcast? Uh, you can find it at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can also go to movingironllc.com. You can also find Aaron at. 308-760-1193, call or text, text preferred, or when I'm not locked out of Twitter, like I currently am, got a new phone. Shadow band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fairly active on the Twitterverse at political. Oh, you, you cut like- out there, Aaron. What was that? What was your handle? Sideways. At A.A. Ron Fintail. What'd you do? Hmm? What'd you do to get banned? Oh, I got a new phone. Oh, guess, oh, okay. I don't know my password. His password email. was, I love Melania Trump, and all of a sudden, things went sideways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, For some reason, capital L, let's go Brandon, exclamation mark number eight. <laughs> so the that Jack Dorsey that um, started Twitter, he's no longer with the CEO, the dude that looked like he was a homeless, strung-out heroin addict. I can't imagine the guy they got to replace him. He's even more. He's even more. He's uh, crazy. Crazy than if you can imagine that. He's even worse. He's worse. But I mean, it, li- it literally looks like they went to the the streets of San Francisco and picked up some heroin addict and said, "Hey, start Twitter." That's... They use that app. They're like human feces app. And they're like, <coughs> yeah. Let's pick him up. You know? Pooper. Yeah. After they go. It's a uh, yeah. But I'm I think I'm thinking Elon Musk may be one of my new heroes. He don't care about nothing man he don't give up he's a honey badger 
there ever was one. Landon, where can we find you on Twitter? Are you are you shadow banned or not? That's what I know of. Um, no twit Landon forty four. That's right. You can find him there. You can find me at Trader Bryn. I'll uh, post this actual, real, regular episode whenever I get around to it. So I might have to do a little editing on this one. I'm not sure, but uh, whatever the case. I'm going to have to run the translate program for the Nebraska natives because I'm sure we're speaking a little too fast for them, so I'll have to slow down the tape a little bit. But um, Catch up now. Catch up. Yeah, too fast. Yeah, I'm going to run it in slow-mo and um, see if we can yeah. get them to uh, – to, uh, to get a few uh, more listens up there. Well, guys, we hope everybody's enjoyed this. Uh, maybe there's still four or five people listening at this point in the podcast, but uh, we talked – We talk, what did we talk? We talked equipment. We talked uh, – we didn't even get to stuff I wrote down. I asked Landon before we started if he thought there'd be any pornos parodied off of the Christmas Carol, but we can get that into another time and another place. <clears throat> Unless you can think of something right now. But until then, we're going to get out of here. Something with a lady named Carol. Something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, ass and Carol. <laughs> the whore of, whore of Christmas past or something like that. Yeah. Whipped whip cream ass Carol. <laughs> There's that, that blind man's bluff game they play. They got to do. I'm sure they parodied that somehow. But, um, blind man's three-way or something. Anyway, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, until next time, y'all be safe. Y'all be cool. And I'm going to turn Casey down. And I'm going to ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.